That's a f***ing story, man. Charlie Chaplin entered a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest in Monte Carlo and came in third. Now that's a story. This... This is something else. So that's a Kansas City shuffle? No. It's just the inciting incident. The catalyst. This... is a Kansas City shuffle. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 158, and today we are talking about lucky number 11. 2006's Lucky Number Slevin. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew Porn Mustache Jimison. Hey guys. What's up? I'm listening to the Kansas Shitty Shuffle. <laughs> the Kansas Shitty Shuffle. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Uh, nice. Intro with Foley work. That's probably the most you have ever said in an intro. I that think is it true. is. Yeah, I think that's, uh, and that's mainly because I had to repeat myself when I said shitty shuffle because she shells, she shells by the seashore. And you just wanted to make sure that we understood that you didn't like it and it was shitty. Yeah. Okay. No, 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 no. It's no, fine. No. Okay. And Sam is tall enough to play ball, Vector. Not really. I might be tall enough, but I can't do it. No, I'm sorry, pal. But then I would throw the ball at your face. Nah, of course you would. So, I'm wide enough to play hockey. Um, <laughs> you mean the goalie? Uh, you know, it's it's interesting, Sam. It's getting to the point now with your intros that I've I've almost started uh, ahead of time guessing in which violent manner are you going to reference of the movie to which how you're going to kill me. And oh I, yeah, okay. I, and I for sure thought you were actually going to go with the bag over the head bit. Um, no, the, you know, the something like face. I figured you'd say something be, be, be. like, you know, Sean, whenever I kill you and put a bag over your head, I'm going to make sure that it's a really dirty bag. I don't want it to be clean so you can see. I want to make sure that it's like a like a Walmart bag that I cleaned up my dog's poop with. I, I figured that's where you're going to go. Wow. You went there. See, I was going to say, you know, like a sandwich bag that, the you know, the, the mayonnaise got on <laughs> streaked on the inside of the bag and then put it over your face. Nice. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And then was that was in the lunchbox for two or three days before we realized. Oh, so that. it's smelly. That's why the mayonnaise. It's just yeah. it's all smelly. Okay. I wasn't going to go as far as the dog poop, but uh, thanks for the suggestion. Well, sure. You know, I mean, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you assassinate me. May, maybe your 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 neighbors could help me uh, find some dog. Poop. Yes. Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you know what? <laughs> no one else cares, but Sam. Just so you're aware, I bought a camera. 
Yeah. And there's a camera out front. Are you right kidding me? Oh, I'm serious. We is, it, a... is it like one of those hunting cameras that yeah. takes a picture when their movement happens? Yeah, it's a deer cam, and it's oh, hidden in the bushes. Awesome. So, You're uh, going to have to share. Oh, yeah. So if someone comes if into my if property. something, yeah, let me know. I will. Uh, no corny tonight. He, his, uh, he's gigging as he does. Uh, these things just crop up, and well, he, Giggity. and gigs pay him, so I don't blame him. So um, yeah. that's cool. So no corny tonight. So it'll be just three of us, and that's all right. Um, it was... Uh, Last two last minute enough, we couldn't get JP in here or anybody else. So it's just three yeah. of us. And we'll be all right. So um, this is a movie you, you can't last minute up. What did you say? Last minute up. It, the, oh, maybe I did. I didn't mean to. This movie came. I don't know. His. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks, Andrew. Um, uh, Andrew's, Andrew's being son, offensive once again. My son is learning words in school and. I have all these letters sitting around, so I may spell some things out for you tonight. Sure, I'll make sure to keep oh, the nice. camera active yeah. so I can uh, be Here. offended by you. Uh, speaking I'll of a Lowe's ad, oh, thanks, Sam. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of offensive, this movie had some uh, pretty gnarly racist moments, which we'll get to later. Um, but before we do all Absolutely. that, um, if you don't know what 2006's lucky number 11 is, then um, Andrew will pull up IMDb and tell you what what it says. A case of mistaken identity. Lands Slevin into the middle of a war being plotted by two of the city's most rival crime bosses, the rabbi and the boss. Slevin is under constant surveillance by the relentless detective Brukowski, as well as the infamous assassin Gudcat. Goodcat. Good, good cat. That's, that's two. There's two O's there. Goodcat. And finds himself <laughs> having. I am Godcat. <laughs> Fear me. Yeah. Uh, and finds himself having to hatch his own ingenious plot to get them before they get him. Okay, that was long. Yeah, it was. Did, did, did you say Borkowski? Bork- yeah, like uh, like uh, like Chancellor, Chancellor. Borkowski. Yeah, no, oh, very nice. nice. Or Dean. Yeah. Dean. Oh, it was Chancellor. Chancellor. It was Chancellor. Right, yeah. yeah, he was a he was professor. The... Yeah, actually, that's what good guy. Um. I for some reason it reminded me of Brickkowski, which is wouldn't that Emmett's last name in the Lego movie? Brickkowski. Is it? Uh, yes. I don't know. I think that's what uh Liam Neeson called him at one point, but I don't remember. Anyway, it's fine. Um so yeah, that's what this movie is, I think, for the most part. Um yeah, starring your uh, your Josh Hartnett and your Bruce Willis. Oh, that's who it is. And uh Sir Bing Kingsley and your Morgan Freeman. And then uh Several other people, Morgan, um, that are that are that are fine, fine actors, and um, I was surprised Michael Caine didn't pop up in this movie. Well, I mean, Morgan Freeman was in it, so I'm actually surprised too. They they seem to be good buddies. Yeah. They're doing another movie yeah. together. Yeah, it's um, like a heist movie or something, isn't it? Old yeah. people heist movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's exactly what it is. Old people heist movie. I wonder yeah. if it's it's where they get confused and accidentally heist something. <laughs> well, they're just actually trying to just make and, and a withdrawal, but instead they... of getting the the gold out of a out of a safe, it's the pudding out of the fridge right. in a nursing home. Nice. <laughs> That's me. Um, in a world where people oh, hide their drugs in pudding, <laughs> Michael Caine and Morgan Freeman. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, you could be a voice announcer, uh, dude, for. Um, yeah, movie trailers and stuff. Trailers, yeah. Didn't that guy die a few years ago? The real yeah, the few, it was more than it? a few years ago. Well, it was like, well, that's because he smoked twelve cigarettes before every take. Like every take. That is yeah. true. Yeah. Um, hold on, I got to finish off this pack real quick. You know, he just lights the whole pack in his mouth and just yeah, suck. Yeah. Anyway, smoke um, comes out of his ears. 
Yeah, it's like a cartoon. Um, anyway, so uh, this movie, this is uh, Lucky Number Eleven. This was um, suggested to us by somebody. I think maybe Andrew A that listens to the show. I can't remember. Uh, but somebody not, not the Andrew that's on the show. No, no, not that one. No, no Mr. Abernathy. Yeah. Um, okay. Yes. So I couldn't. Um, no. So he did. He, uh, yeah. He, he. Yeah. No. He. Uh, he suggested this, and I'm glad he did because. Uh, I um well I'll I'll tell you how I feel about it in a second. So uh, Andrew, if you'll just go ahead and dive into your little initial. I mean, had any of us seen it before? I mean, I have seen it. No, actually, it was my first time. Andrew, mine too. Okay, I pumped my Slevin Jerry. Well, neat. I hope it yeah. was uh, <laughs> not painful. Um, all right. So I've seen it, and um, big surprise. Go ahead and chark it off on your uh, bingo board. I own this one. Yep. Um, do you really? Nice. I, I do own this um, on the DVD. I called it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Andrew, go ahead, if you will, sir. Well, okay. Since I'd never seen this before, I didn't really know what to expect. As a matter of fact, I, I thought that it might suck. Um, but <laughs> no, that's fair. <laughs> but yeah, uh, just judging, you know, from who's in the movie, and I heard much about it. I thought, well, this might suck. Something awful, but I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I did enjoy the movie for the most part. Um, there was a few things like Ben Kingsley's accent that took me out of the movie for a few moments. Uh, but overall, I thought it was done well. I thought that the plot twists were appropriate and somewhat expected, but not 100%. Um, I did have a jaw drop moment when a certain character was killed um, or maybe. Right. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, yeah, I like movies that keep me on the edge of the seat and, and I did pay attention the whole time. Uh, and usually when I get bored and I don't like a movie, I don't pay attention, but this one kept my attention. So I, there cool. you go. Cool. Okay. Um, I just jumped down a quick rabbit hole that I can't wait to explore. So Sam, you're, you're up. That's what she said. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> That's not the ones I'm it, around. It's to. more like oh, Sam yeah. wake up. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. This was my first time watching this movie, and I'm kind of with Andrew in terms of I didn't know exactly what to expect. I knew from the very beginning there was going to be some weird killer stalker type. I guess mentioned in it. I didn't realize it was going to be as back and forth twisty turny as it ended up being. And I am grateful that I didn't know what I was expecting. Um, not knowing where this movie was going made it that much better. Um, I really enjoyed the characters. Pretty much every single person in this movie is fun to watch on the screen. There's hardly any character where you're like, Oh, they're, they're boring me already. Even down to the, uh, the thugs that Morgan Freeman sent after him um, <laughs> were great. Were at least interesting. Was that um, was that uh, Bubba? Bubba, from yeah. yeah. Okay. See, look at that. Right. I thought I recognized them. So, so that and they're like, okay, in Forrest Gump, we want you to to stick your bottom lip out because you got your gums are too big. And in this one, they're like, your front teeth are too big, so you don't have an upper lip. Okay. <laughs> We're going to put chiclets in your mouth. Right. <laughs> but each character is so weirdly written and drawn, and I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the character of Slevin, 
is uh is kind of a uh i don't know is he an anti-hero i don't know he, he's kind of a go as you may he could care less what happens but he does you know at one point he mentions that he has some sort of syndrome where he suffers what no anxiety well or no worry I, or something i think that is his way of covering up the fact that he knows he knows the plan and he knows that mm-hmm. these men won't kill him because each one needs something from him and so yeah. he can be mouthy because good cat needs him for his scheme that they you know what i'm saying so he has no actual fear and then i think he and, um, explains it by I that knew, fake thing i knew something was up because good cat was never around uh slevin for the longest time and um for some reason i didn't put two and two together that this was a revenge flick um until it was too late and you all of a sudden realize hey this is a revenge flick right and uh, I really appreciate getting surprised like that. And I, I had a lot of fun with this thing. How about you, Sean? Oh, yeah. So, again, like I said, I own this. And uh, I've seen it. I, I don't think I saw it in the theater, but I might have. Um, and I really liked it. And having not seen it, I mean, it's probably been 10 years since I've seen it. Honestly. Well, mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe eight years since I've seen it. Yeah, Yeah, it came out in 06, but I would have watched it a few times since, since buying it. Um, Yeah. So I, so I've probably seen it as probably as, probably as late as maybe 2010. So it's probably been seven. Well, here's, here's the big question, big question for you. Is it as good the second time? Or the, or the third sixth time. time that I've seen it. Fourth. In, yeah. <laughs> you and, know, because it loses those surprises. It really does. So... So yeah, it loses the surprise. I know what's happening, but because I know what's happening, that means I know what to look for, and I'm okay. looking for the subtle clues throughout the movie, and like, you know, does he act the way he's supposed to, and you know, like, or is he giving things away, you know, things like that, right? Uh, and and I I never saw anything. I like he acted the way I felt like he was supposed to. You know that thing I've mentioned several times in shows where when people have ulterior motives, but mm-hmm. When they're not around other people, they they act like they act differently just for the camera's sake, and I don't like that. Um, the frozen syndrome. Yeah, the frozen. Yeah, the 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 the, the not Hans. It was the yeah, it was yeah. Hans. Yeah, it was no. the because Kristoff was the good guy. So yeah. it's yeah, it's the Hans Christoph syndrome. Yeah, and it's the same thing. So anyway, um, but no, I thought they all did a good job. I liked. Andrew said that Ben Kingsley's accent kind of whatever. His affectation just made me laugh. Whenever he talked and it was serious, I was still kind of chuckling because, like, he was playing this, like, over-the-top villain. I mean, he was basically a Bond villain mm-hmm. in a, not a Bond yeah. movie, and I liked that, and it might not fit the movie, but the tone of the movie isn't really all that serious until the last... 30 minutes of the movie the whole the rest of the movie is almost like slapstick buddy cop without the buddy yeah you know like it's martin lawrence without will smith he just needs his, he needed will smith and or you know what i'm saying so i i, I really like this movie it's just kind of weird and fun um <laughs> and i mean i actually use the word fun for a revenge a revenge flick it's pretty fun yeah. um yeah Absolutely, and it's the characters that give it that um, yeah, that that oomph, extra oomph. 
you know, we've seen some some pretty good revenge flicks on here. What mm-hmm. was it? Payback. Yeah, Payback was good. Was also has Lucy Liu in it. Yeah, it was, hey, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, but she was a but dominatrix. I like <laughs> if I had a choice, I'd watch this. Oh yeah, yeah I would too. Yeah. So I was talking um, to one of it's my. Fun. It's it's a lot of fun to get there. No, it is a lot of fun. And I was talking to one of my students today uh, at work about it, and they said never heard of it. Kind of gave me a synopsis, and I was like, well. The only way I can describe it, and you guys tell me if you think I'm way off base, but I said it, it's Ocean's Eleven meets The Usual Suspects. Yeah. I, yeah, I like that. Because um, you, you can't give away. You can't give it away in terms of of what's actually going on. Right. And like um, there's all... Like, like we're probably going to do here in this Well, podcast. yeah, there's going to be spoils. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's the movie's 11 years old, so... Um, no, we're allowed. I can't... I can't base my judgment off of that since I refuse to watch The Usual Suspect. <laughs> Wait, why? You really should watch Usual Suspect. I know, I know, but for some reason I can't bring myself to watch it. Oh. oh. It's so good. <laughs> it is a good movie. Um, you should watch it and then listen to our episode. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, like, it's... I said The Ocean's Eleven because it's like kind of in the way that it was story told, right? You know, we we get bits and pieces here, right? We get the death of the bookies at the beginning, and we don't know why. And then this other kid gets shot, and we don't know what that means. And then and then we get the thing, and then we get this. Like, So we keep getting bits and pieces thrown at us until we get the very end, and we finally get the whole picture. And I thought that was very clever, and I really enjoyed that, even on the fourth or fifth time watching it. It's like, oh, that's that's actually kind of cool. Uh, and then, of mm-hmm. course, the uh, you know the usual suspects bit because the person that is the thing, you know, the person that's uh, Kaiser Sose isn't actually Kaiser Sose. You know, they in fact he they use they do the same thing. They use a different name, like Slevin yep. Calevra. Um, well, what did that the Slevin was the horse and Calevra was bad dog. Yeah, it's uh, Hebrew for bad dog. There you go. Um, which, Which is opposite of good cat. Well, so here's the thing. All right, I usually leave a uh, little trivia towards the middle of the show, but mm-hmm. I actually wrote this down because it, it was the dumbest piece of trivia I think I've ever seen on IMDb, <laughs> and we've seen some some bad stuff. This is in IMDb. Quote, under the spoiler section, okay? Quote, mm-hmm. in the end, the pseudonym alias of Slevin Calevra, Slevin, Calevra, which is Hebrew for bad dog, ties with Bruce Willis's character Smith, Good Cat. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> like so, so I like stupid. Bobcat better. Bobcat. Yeah. Bobcat. Oh, yeah. I, I I can't do a Bobcat. I can't do anybody except uh, no, I, Nicholas Cage. I said God Cat. Oh, God Cat. You like your God Cat. <laughs> I am the God Cat. You must kill all the humans. But now I'm laughing at Bobcat, so there you go. Bobcat. <laughs> oh, man, Bobcat. Did he ever do anything other than uh, Police Academy? Yeah, he did some other stuff. Like um, other good movies? Anything else good-wise movies? Oh, I don't know. I mean, you're... I'm on it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you do that. I, I don't know. Um, I thought I saw him as not Bobcat the character. You know, mm-hmm. like he was just... Just his normal voice, because that's a character voice. That's not his actual normal talk. Is it really? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's on an episode maybe. of uh, Community. 
Yeah, he was, uh, wasn't he? Well, he was on the Chappelle show back when that was on. That's oh, that's Chappelle show. Oh, well. I okay. thought he'd done something else, but apparently not, and that's fine. Um, anyway, so, uh, so yeah, this movie, I, um, I, so as I was, I'm just kind of perusing on, perusing? Yeah, that's a word. On IMDb, and I click on the director, and I, I didn't do this earlier, and I normally do, but I didn't. And uh, he's from Scotland, the director. Scotland. Paul McGuigan. McGuigan. Uh, sure. <laughs> anyway. Watch your mouth. Yeah, I know. So I'm looking at his, his, his stuff, right? So, like, you know, he's doing something like film stars don't die in Liverpool, whatever the hell that is. Um, and then he, he directed two episodes of Luke Cage. I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's good. And then he did the pilot for Designated Survivor, that Kiefer Sutherland thing. And then he did that Victor Frankenstein movie, which I heard was not good at all, but it has um, uh, a, um, Charles Xavier and uh, Harry Potter in it. And um, yep. And so, we, I, which would be perfect for this show, uh, this movie, this show, because I think it's kind of terrible. And then he does a couple episodes of things. And then he does, I mean, like different shows, not a show called Things. And then he did he did four episodes of Sherlock, The Hounds of Baskerville, which I love, Scandal Ooh. and Belgravia, which is good, The Great Game, and A Study in Pink. And then he then I scroll down, and before, he does Slevin, he did something called Wicker Park, The Reckoning, Gangster Number One, The Acid House. But he also did a movie in 2009 called Push, which oh, I, I love freaking Push. love. Oh, is that, yeah. I, you, did I tell you I finally saw that? No. It's a great yeah, movie. I enjoyed it. Oh, it's yeah. so good. And like no one saw it except the three of us and <laughs> and Chris Evans. And I flippin' love that movie with Dakota Fanning. It's so good and so well done. And I I like I actually am surprised I don't own it. Um and the <laughs> second that thing that thing gets streaming, we're doing it for this podcast because I like it so much. I just want to share it with the world. Yeah. Um, it's really good. It really is. It's just one of those, like, I don't know. I have a handful of movies that I really like that I feel like not a whole lot of people saw that mm-hmm. I think are really yeah. good, like Serenity yep. um, and, you know, things like that. So, Push kind of, I think it got mixed in with that movie Jumper, though. I think and you're right, I thought it were, you know, kind of a similar film, so maybe they didn't go see it. I don't know. Um, that's actually a good actually in jumper came out the year before yeah so that's very what because even the even the movies themselves watching them they're you know there are some similarities Uh, the reason why i paused is because i typed in jumper in imdb and two identical movies of jumper both of them came out the same year with the same poster of him on top of the sphinx but they have different names in the credits Really? It's very weird. I've never seen that. Oh, it's the video game based on the sci-fi action film Jumper. Mm. So basically, they created a video game for Nightcrawler. Bamf. That was for Corny. Yeah. Anyway, so Paul McGuigan, Mc, whatever. Wait, wait, hold on just a second. Oh, Back sorry, to sorry. Jumper. No, jump- Jumper the one oh, sorry. that had the guy was after the Jumpers. Like he was like, a, he had this weird net thing that he would. Yeah, Get so Samuel with? Jackson is what's called a paladin, and oh, they okay. are literally Christian knights. They believe that God should be the only one to have the power to go anywhere they want, 
and so they hunt the jumpers. So it's really funny that in 2008, Samuel Jackson, Mace Windu, is trying to kill Anakin Skywalker because <laughs> uh, it's played by Hayden Christensen. So, um, and I thought he was way better in Jumper than either one of the Star Wars prequels. Oh, absolutely. And and I don't know. I, I mean, I hate to say it, it might be because this uh, Paul McGigan, whatever, is a better director than George Lucas. I was getting ready to say I totally blame his issues, not 100%, but most of his issues in Star Wars on George Lucas. Yeah. Yep, yep. Especially now that these new Star Wars films have come out and they are infinitely better than the prequels. Mm -hmm. It's all on Lucas. Now, someone tried to, in an effort to kind of defend... Christensen. Uh, obviously, you don't blame the kid, right? The little kid is a kid. I don't blame him for bad acting. He's a kid. He was given lines and he repeated them, yeah. probably as good as any little kid could have done. So I don't, I don't yeah. dislike the, the 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 Phantom Menace because of him. I don't like it mostly because of Jar Jar Binks uh-huh. and 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 this comic relief. We need to sell toys kind of concept, right? Um, in, in kind of a pandering manner. I just I didn't like it. They had, you know, all the tools to be super successful, like with Liam Neeson and everything like that. Anyway, I didn't mean for this. To well, what, what do you get with the people though that compared Jar Jar Binks with? Well, look at the Ewoks on Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and they were they were there to sell toys too. But the only th- my biggest difference is is that I didn't find the Ewoks offensive <laughs> or uh, extremely annoying. Yeah, or that too. I mean, and they were. I mean, yeah, they were in the movie a lot, but. Like they're a they're a minor character, so to speak. I mean, like only okay. one of them even has a name, Wicket. Um, you know, for the most part, they're just they're just kind of there, you know. And <laughs> as opposed to Jar Jar, which is in your face the entire movie and won't shut the hell up, and um, <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, uh, so. What was I saying? Oh no! So the point is, is that someone said that um, that the reason why Hayden Christensen was so stiff and whiny is because he basically decided to base all of his motivation off of the way Mark Hamill played Luke Skywalker in the first movie, is this kind of whiny, bratty little whatever, and the, the idea is that if if you know his dad acts this way at that age, then surely that's why Luke would act like that at that age. Mm. And I, I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking that's a stretch. To uh, <laughs> seems to, like an excuse to me. Yeah, to explain <laughs> some bad acting, but anyway. But no, you're right. Force Awakens way better than one, two, or three. Rogue One way better than one, two, or three. Yep. And. There's a, have you seen this new theory? Okay, I'm going to get on a little Star Wars tangent, and it's not just because <laughs> it's not just because Lucky Number Eleven is a bad movie, but uh, I saw something. Oh, we're, just, we're on a roll here. I just saw something the other day that it's the theory that Snoke is actually Boba Fett. That doesn't what? That, yeah, that. But that doesn't make sense. Boba Fett's not a Force user. Uh-oh. I've also seen Nor- a theory that he is the Last Jedi. They're calling Snoke the Last Jedi. Well, again, I like this idea, but because the phrase because that's the name of the movie, right? It's the, uh, it's the under uh, under name is the Last Jedi. But Jedi plural for Jedi is Jedi, right? Uh-huh. So we don't know if that means singular yeah. or plural. 
What were yeah. you going to say, uh, Sam? No, I, I lost my train of thought. Before oh, I'm, I sorry. Say it. I'm sure it was something smart-assy, but uh, <laughs> I decided against it. There's something <laughs> interesting. So I went on to, um, to Amazon Prime to see if Push was streaming there. Mm-hmm. And it says, customers who watched this also watched Jumper is the first one. <laughs> so there's some other bad movies in there too, but I'm actually kind of grumpy that Push is, is dumped in movies like I Am Number Four and The Covenant and uh, uh, Priest Unrated, whatever the hell that is. Which one was Priest? I don't know. A vampire western about a warrior priest who disobeys church law by teaming up with a young sheriff and a priest to track down a band of renegade vampires who have kidnapped... It went away. Kidnapped... Oh, I a think. vampire western. Kidnapped his niece, an adaptation of the action horror Tokyo pop comic book. Huh. It okay. stars Paul Bettany and Carl Urban. Oh, yeah. So I think, yeah, Bettany did this right after he did the other um, movie, the thing where he comes down and he was Gabriel. Let me guess. He, he had a bad habit of smoking. No, no, he, um, no, not Constantine. Um, the Prophecy. Is that what it is? The Prophecy? Constipated. And that one, we did that one with Christopher Walken. No, no, not that one. No, no, no. It's Paul Bettany well, stars as, as, who am I thinking of? I don't know. Paul Bettany, he's Jarvis. I'm, I'm thinking of, I'm pulling a Sam. I'm sorry. Yeah, he <laughs> plays, uh, he like, it's, it's basically the apocalypse has started. And so God has decided mm-hmm. that time for Earth to die. And oh, Legion. Yeah, Legion, that's what it is. Legion, there you go. Yeah, and, the, and so instead of fire or, or water, he decides to make it zombies. And uh, de, you know, Dennis Quaid and a band full of other people decide to you know, hold up in a, in, a, a, in a truck stop and kill people, kill the zombies. Yeah. The zombies. Anyway, um, so lucky number 11. Um which doesn't have zombies or anything in it. But it does have a very cute Lucy Lou. I forgot kind of how cute she was. Like she is she made me like her again in this movie cuz I, I recently she just annoys the snot out of me. Really? You know, her character's in, in well, her character in Kill Bill and oh god, what else was it that she was in? Even uh Charlie's Angels. Um I just I found it annoying more than I did anything else. Hmm. I like her in everything she's done. Really? Yeah, I don't think I've seen. I mean, I haven't seen that many, but yeah. I don't think I've seen anything that I didn't really like her in. Yeah, I was trying to think. So I've seen her in, like, I've never watched. I've watched two episodes of that elementary show, which I couldn't stand. Uh, I've watched <laughs> all three of the Kung Fu Panda movies, but she's barely in it. Um, the Man with the Iron Fist. So I wonder if that's a. Iron Fist movie. Is that like a Marvel thing? No, it just... Uh... Oh, that... Oh, God. Yeah, that Kung Fu movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's another one of those really bad Kung Fu movies. Sweet. That is actually kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it uh, Wolverine in that, too? Is it Wolverine, or who else is in that one? Oh, I, I didn't... Oh, I didn't look. Brand actors in that. Uh, somebody named RZA, Raza, 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 is called Blacksmith. Russell Crowe's in it. There you go, Russell Crowe. That's who I was thinking of. Uh, Jamie Chung. She's in things Aww. that we've seen. Uh, she was wow. um, she was in Sucker Punch and the Hangover movies and Big Hero Six as Go Go. She um, was born in '68. Lucy Liu. Who? 
Yeah. Yeah, she's 10 years older Holy than cow. Josh Hartnett. Gosh. Yeah. She. Uh, I would have never guessed. Interesting. Yeah, she looks great. Um, yeah, she does. Uh, what else have I seen her in? I mean, this. But she's so freaking bubbly in this movie. You just like. Killville one. You just want to give her a big hug. Uh, the Futurama episodes where she was playing Lucy Liu, uh, Shanghai Noon. <laughs> um, I mean that's about it. I just haven't seen her in a whole bunch. Oh, she was in. Mm-hmm. She was in a couple episodes of ER. She was in an episode of Home Improvement as Woman Number Three. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so good for her. So she's great. Um, I just the reason why I can't stand Elementary is because. One, the Sherlock character is too, he's too much of an asshole. In my really? Opinion. Yeah, like he's too far, he goes too far with the drug use, he's, and he's too disheveled. Like, he's, he's downright yeah. dirty. And again, maybe the show has changed a little bit, I only watched the first five or six episodes. But he was too dirty, and it's like... I mean, I read the books, so that's my own thing, you know, because, like, mm-hmm. I like the Robert Downey Jr. version. Really, the only thing is, is that they make him a little bit too disheveled because, like, in The Hound of the Baskervilles, when he goes there kind of undercover and he hides out in a in a cave, he pays the a, a, a local boy to bring him fresh shirts and pants every day. You know, he, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be dirty. He's messy. Um, but the other thing that really annoyed me is that in this show... Dr. Watson, played by Lucy Liu, is, I mean, she's a doctor. She's not an army doctor. Well, the whole point of the character was to kind of be the muscle and to mm-hmm. be our eyes as the audience. So I'm like, oh, along I'm, with having some medical. Yeah, yeah, experience. and still being a doctor. But like, so when I saw, oh, they cast Lucy Liu as Dr. Watson, they got a girl, but it's Lucy freaking Liu. She's going to be doing kung fu in the show. No, she can't. She doesn't know how to do that. They've only recently started giving her like fighting skills in the show so that she can actually go with them on cases and not get their butts kicked. But it's like, and that's what my parents told me. I just, I don't watch it. And I was just like, freaking, you get, you cast Lucy Liu for a reason. Anyway, make her do Kung Fu. Anyway, that's my issue. There's my rant about that. Once again, not talking about this movie. Have not seen a single episode, so I have no idea what you're don't, talking about. Don't. Just don't. I mean, so, if you like Sherlock, yeah. then don't. Because it'll just make you mad. Love Sherlock, yeah. Because Sherlock is amazing. And Aren't there going to be some uh, Sherlock's hitting Netflix here soon? I yeah, hope. I mean, once that new didn't season... Then they do some new new stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, have you not watched them yet? Sweet. Th- there's new ones past yeah. the Christmas episode? Yeah. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah, there's three more. I didn't know that either. Oh, on yeah. Netflix now? No, they're not on Netflix. They're on the BBC. Oh, no, that's why, that's why I haven't seen them. Yeah, I watched Ew. them on the internet. On the interwebs? Yes. It may or may not have been legal. <laughs> um, See, Kimberly actually likes watching those with me. So. So. Oh, yeah, my wife and I did, too. We, I'm, I'm we, saving. Yeah, we yeah. binged all three episodes. Um, and the, the final episode, no spoilers, legit, no spoilers. The last episode is real. It, I mean, shit really gets real. So, huh. um, and they leave it in a manner in which there could be more. So I don't know. They yeah, don't, yeah, I hope. They, we, we just don't know. I'm not trying to tease. I just, we just legit don't know. Because 
Cumberbatch and um, Freeman, are, their schedules are just so busy. It's hard to get them together. Yeah, they became to movie it. stars. Yeah, they did. And because of this show. <laughs> I mean, yeah. because of Sherlock is yeah. how they got the, uh, he got um, Bilbo um, yeah. and whatnot. And uh, speaking of that, I bought uh, Doctor Strange on Blu-ray. Nice. And watched it again. It's really good. I uh-huh. like it. It's probably it not. Really good. It might not even be my top five of the MCU, but I really like it because it's just kind of fun. Um, and I was thinking about this. His his American accent is like Alan Rickman's American accent in Die Hard. It's just uh-huh. <laughs> just just think about that for a minute. Um, I feel like that movie is kind of a just a placeholder. Like it, it just had to be there in order to set up the character, and that's really all it's for. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's like Thor or Captain America. It's they're they're fine movies. Yeah, um, I no, I liked it. I, just I did too. Like it was no, I I, it, it's not Guardians of the Galaxy. Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy kind of came out of nowhere yes. and was just really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, are, are are we going to meet in Charlotte for that one? By the way, the second one, Guardians of the Galaxy two. We uh, should first yeah. weekend in May. I actually I can't. Think we should. <laughs> if you want to meet me in Charleston, uh, then let's do that. Charleston, yeah. Oh I'm, dear lord, I have a gig <laughs> in Charleston. Um, yeah, about that. About that. Um, so anyway, I, I really like the cold intro in this in this movie where we're kind of getting just people are getting Frozen. shot and dilled and killed and things, and you don't know why. Yeah, cold intro. Thanks. Um, my second note was, ah, back when you could live, ki- you can leave kids in the car. Um, <laughs> okay. No offense. I, I had serious issues with the, the father leaving the kid in the car. Oh yeah. Appar- apparently you could bring the kid with you. Right. Cause the kid had been before with somebody else. So no, it was a different kid. He said, I don't Bob- understand. Bobby Taylor's dad takes him and he says, well, Bobby Taylor's dad is a degenerative gambler and that's gambler. not what i am yeah you know so he left him in the car but i mean honestly i i think i have memories of my parents like hey stay in the car and oh, like yeah. would like run into the store i mean that happened all the time when i was growing up i was i, I mean, was five or six and seven years old i didn't have a car seat i was just in the back of the van you know <laughs> i mean i'm sure i can't I, I can yeah. even remember times when my mom would say here are the keys if you get hot <laughs> <laughs> yeah, roll the window down or something. I mean, uh, just, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. No, I don't. Oh, well, you know what? I do remember going out to eat after church on a Sunday, which is a special treat for us back then. Yeah. And I didn't want to eat wherever we were going. And I stayed in the car because I refused to go into the restaurant. Nice. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. I was a little bit stubborn as a kid. Oh, as a kid, huh? Yeah. Good thing yeah. you've grown out of that. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> your, your poor wife. Um, uh, I wrote, this guy was so desperate to win that he bet his life savings on a horse from a phone call from his crazy estranged uncle. I just. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. So, so one thing I am a bit confused about is this horse. Okay. Right. Was it set up? What do you mean it was set up? The horse? The horse. Um, and the reason the reason I ask is it seems to me that for some reason I got the inclination that it was a how do you call it? It was fixed. Yeah. The, the race was fixed. 
Yeah, the, the point of the whole thing and the reason why the family was killed was because the doctor, this doctor who was banging that hot hooker, um, mm-hmm. sh- uh, he gave the horse, like, steroids. AIDS. <laughs> no, oh, okay. He gave the horse <laughs> steroids. And so the idea is that this horse is going to be so juiced up that it's going to be a fix. It's going to win. And then somehow oh, that okay. story made it up to them. But that's why the the crime family decided to make an example of the that family, of that guy and his whatever, because we don't want people, you know, betting against our, our money um on mm-hmm. um on fixed horses. Uh, or a okay. fixed race. So that's why they killed him. Um so anyway. Uh, sorry, I'm I'm hearing myself in one of your headsets, and it's it's uh, uh um whatever distracting. Oh, I thought somebody was watching TV for a moment. I heard that too. Yeah. <laughs> really? Is yeah, it mine? I guess. Oh, I, th- I thought maybe okay. Sam got bored and turned the TV on. <laughs> 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 I'm done with this no. movie. Time to watch yeah. TV. What? Uh, what podcast. are we doing tonight? Oh God, the podcast again. Let me just. <laughs> I'm flipping through. I like. I like. Oh, let me, let me watch. Love it or leave it, or you know, uh, uh, cake, cake boss, or something. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's great. Um, anyway, so there's that. Uh, I love the wise ass hero trope. I mean, we obviously got a whole movie full of it with um, Deadpool. Yep, uh, but what? Oh, anyway, but no, yeah, it was. Um, I like I like him. He was he cracked me up the whole time. He had jokes and they made me laugh. And <laughs> I also liked how everyone in this world is just literal. Yeah, you know who's the boss? He's the guy we work for. I mean, it's like, what? Okay, why do you call him the rabbi? Because he's a rabbi. You know, it was always, you know, stuff like that. You know, it was just funny. Too funny. <laughs> Um, what I've seen, oh, I've seen good security, but riding on top of the elevator, he better get paid a really good, he must get paid real good for that. Cause my gosh, what a, what a shitty job. You know, when you're looking at your bad yeah. guy schedule, you know, you get your, uh, your bad guy, uh, went to work and, uh, you're like, oh, <laughs> man, I gotta ride man, the, I pulled that shift. I gotta ride the elevator oh. Friday night. Come on, man. Anyway, <laughs> I just think that would be funny. Just that what what a what a job anyway. You were you were talking about some of the parts of the movie that were being literal, and I was just looking through some of the quotes from the movie, mm-hmm. and the, Lindsay says, "What happened to your nose?" And he says, "I was using it to break some guy's face uh, or fist." fist yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then there's another quote that she, she says, "I'm short for my height." Yeah, yeah. Like they're uh, very matter of fact, and that's that's nice. Yeah, no, it was very dry and. It was like a back and forth, not quite like an Aaron Sorkin bit, but like, but close to it, kinda, yeah. If you would tell uh, me that Aaron Sorkin helped write some of this, I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. Jason Smilovic, Smilovic, mm, probably Smilovic. Something tells me he wrote this in Hungarian. Hungarian. Uh, <laughs> well, he's written such films as, um, this movie. And something called War Dogs in 2016. 
Um, I'm sorry. I'm still oh reading God, some of those quotes, and they're making me laugh. That was the um, the the super bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the movie Super Bad, and yeah, you, uh, you're not wrong. I can't think. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. Jonah Hill. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these those are the only two movies he's ever written. Everything else has been TV, and not even that much, honestly. It almost makes me want to watch War Dogs. Yeah, I kind of do too. It, see, the problem is it reminds me of Lord of War, which is a Nicolas Cage movie, mm-hmm. which is actually mm-hmm. good. Um, really? Yeah, it's actually really Yeah, it good. actually is. Yeah, I would say so. It's one of his better films that he's done since Con, not Con Air, since um, The Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, legit. You know, he is one of my, my Ben Stillers. I know. I know you don't like him, but he's actually, and it's also <laughs> he, got uh, your... Um, he plays a sleazy gun salesman. Uh, and he's so married to uh, yeah, Bridget Monaghan, or Bridget, what's her name? Tom Brady's baby mama. And Jared Leto is in it too. Before it was cool to have Jared Leto in your movies, Jared Leto. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are you still looking at? I'm sorry, I just keep reading these. I'm not gay. I'm a cop, well, and I'm not a robber. If you catch my drift, right? Yeah, it's stuff like that which was so good. I mean, no, you're you're not wrong. It's it's really good stuff. I kind of just want to do the quotes now, all the clips now, because um, I got some good ones. Um. Oh, I should probably stop reading this. You probably have some of the ones. On my I, I, I have some of those, yeah. <laughs> um, there was a character named Ginger in this? Okay. Interesting. Diego Klattenhoff. Never heard did of she you. Steal, uh, did she steal souls? N- he. His name is he. Well, I guess he. Diego. Oh, okay. I guess Diego maybe could be a girl. I don't know. Nowadays, it could be anybody they want, no unless you're in North Carolina. He was in Mean Girls as Shane Oman. I don't know who that was, though. Um, he was in something called Ice Princes. Anyway, no one cares. Um, I'm just going through the IMDb credits for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, Bruce looks awful in that toupee. I'm just going to be honest with you. That, was, yes. that toupee was bad. He was very never worried. put Never put, put hair on Bruce Willis anymore. No, the only like, time that... doesn't work. The only time that I bought it was in the movie The Jackal, where it's it's clearly a disguise. Like it's not meant to be mm-hmm. his hair because he's wearing like he wears like six different toupees because they're all part of his different disguises as the Jackal. Otherwise, just give me bald Bruce. You know, just it's, mm-hmm. it's fine, dude. You know, at the beginning of your uh, your uh, your ransom movie, not ransom. What was the one we did? Hostage. Hostage. You want to give him a long hair and a big beard? Fine. Because then we go to bald, grizzly Bruce, which is what we need. Asshole. That's what I want. My bald, grizzly. That's, what, that's how I like my Bruce Willis, bald and grizzly. Anyway, um, I like the two-time, what? The two-time line telling about the fairy. I don't remember what I wrote that, why I wrote that. Two-time. We'll say that again. I like the two timeline telling about the fairy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it was the whole bit was. Oh no, no! It's like because we're seeing two timelines, and they're talking about the fairy. So we're, we're like we're seeing, um, Bruce Willis talking to Morgan or Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Bruce Willis is talking to Morgan Freeman while Morgan Freeman is talking to Josh Hartnett, and they're both asking the same questions, like why do they call him the fairy? Because he's a fairy, and you know things like that. So now I remember. 
Because they did that a lot. They did a lot of the like different kind of timeline moments, which I thought was really clever. Um, waterfall, a waterfall in the ba- in a men's bathroom seems mean. Wrote <laughs> that. Um, <laughs> hey, it might help the process. You never yeah, know. I have actually I, been in a bathroom. It was in Europe, and I walked in, and there's water like cascading down the wall. Mm-hmm. You sure it wasn't a plumbing leak? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, it could be. Yeah. It was a pretty sketchy place. That's funny. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. The only time I've been around moving water is my own when I'm using the bathroom. Oh, in a bathroom. I'm like, you lived in Florida. You were around lots of moving water. Yeah. Um, and alligator. Well, technically, it was stagnant and gross. Oh, and, and alligator laden. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, mosquitoes, alligators, yeah. snakes. Use. Which one was scarier, the mosquitoes or the alligators? What was scarier, the mosquitoes? Yeah, I was gonna. That's if what I figured. Yeah. If you're outside at dusk, oh my god, they would eat you up. Yeah, I believe it. Nasty. The the other place uh, that I've been to that had the only other place I've been to that had the worst mosquitoes was Alaska. Um, yeah, I've heard Alaska is really bad. Anywhere like up north, for some reason, my. Uh, Grandmother's cabin in northern Wisconsin is really bad. For well, it's because all that too. snow melts, and then it turns into little ponds, and then they all breed in the water, mm-hmm. and then you get... I mean, the joke in Alaska that it's the state bird. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. And Sam has a sock puppet. Um, <laughs> what was that acapella group from... Pitch Perfect that they, they use sock puppets. The Sockapellas. The Sockapellas. The Sockapellas. <laughs> Proof that life after co- high school doesn't get better for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> They're making oh, a Pitch man, Perfect. I went, on a, what? I went on a YouTube binge the other day with all the Pitch Perfect uh, sing-alongs. Oh, nice. I, 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 I appreciate in Pitch Perfect 2 that... Um, is it Jordan Peele? I can't remember who, um, which one he is. Any relation to Keenan Peele? Um, it's it's the it's the it's the duo, right? Uh, um, Key and Peele. Yeah, I can't remember which one he is. He's, he's the producer, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember, but I can't. I said I can't remember which one he which one he is. Uh. No, no, Sam, put that away. You're, you're kind of freaking me out a little bit. Why? Just you are. Um, go. go. I'll talk to you later. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's getting weird now. <laughs> I can't find it. Anyway, he's the he's the of the two of the duo. He's the, the, he's the tall producer. one. Yeah, he's the tall. He's great in that movie. I love him. And one of my favorite lines is when the. The the guy is being all smart snarky with him, and he says, "Go sit in a corner." And he says, "What am I going to do with my sriracha?" And he says, "Say one more hipster thing again, and I'm going to shove you in your vintage bassoon case." <laughs> I love his bit; it's so funny. He's so great. But now that I've watched a bunch of his YouTube videos, it, it makes me appreciate him even more. Um, yeah. Especially the other one, uh, the. Uh, the other guy, I can't remember their names. I'm sorry, uh, but he just did one. Is Zordon racist from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? It's so funny. <laughs> Go watch it. YouTube. I it. still, I still, I laugh every time I see the um, dubstep skit oh, that they did. God, it's, where he's moving. It, it's so funny. And uh, 
Yeah, love it. And then they start pulling. Because it's true. Your... <laughs> uh, it's gross and funny at the same time. Um, I forgot Pentatonix was in that movie. Um, anyway. Uh, back to this movie. Man, we've been a lot of transi- or transitions. That's not a thing. Well, it's a thing, but that's not what I meant. We've we run a lot of rabbits. A lot of little, little tangents, which is great. Yeah. Um, anyway, so back to my script. Uh, <laughs> uh, did anyone see the twist that he was working for or with Smith? So I'm asking the question. Because when I saw this movie the first time, I didn't. Full, full disclosure, didn't see it coming at all. Uh, I caught on before it actually happened, before we actually saw it, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, it was like briefly before that happened. So I kind of, once that, uh, let's see where, well, I, it was kind of like with <laughs> Sam, you never saw them together. And I guess it was when they were, when he came in right after he, uh, was it right after he left the? <laughs> uh, sorry, there's a big Joe Pesci face on our. Right, what is happening, Sam? It looks is that his O face? Um, <laughs> it looks like it looks like from like one of the Lethal Weapon movies. He just got punched in the nuts or something. Anyway, long story short, I yeah. saw it coming. I... All right. Uh, Joe Pesci, do you want to uh, chime in? No, I think I'm good. Oh. I was talking to my wife, so I didn't hear the the start of that one. Oh, so what was the question? I was basically just, <laughs> well, at least you're honest. I was asking, <laughs> did you see the um, the twist? Yeah, the twist coming. Yeah. No, I did not because I figured everybody in that family was killed. At some point, I thought maybe Good Cat was the kid grown up. Mm-hmm. Um. But I had I did not put two and two together until it was all late, and I and I especially didn't know the cop was going to be in on it as well. Yeah, that one was a good. So that, Stanley, that really surprised me. Yeah, Stanley me. Tucci. Yeah. That one was a good one. Um, yeah. I, they did a good. They did a good job giving you enough because, like I said, if you see this again, that's why I asked you, Opie. If you see this again, there's going to be all these clues that they did give you. Yeah. That uh-huh. that it's like you're slapping your forehead. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't see that. Well, um, and one of those clues is the entire time that Josh Hartnett's doing his thing, he's constantly fiddling with the watch on his wrist, constantly, and mm-hmm. it's his dad's watch. And they even kind of show it to you when he, when he says, "Well, they didn't take my watch," and he shows it to Lucy Liu, and the camera, sh- you know, here's the watch that clearly his dad left him. So you you kind of get an early on like if you were paying attention and go, oh, "Wait, was that the watch that the dad gave the kid?" Eh, I don't know. So anyway. But yeah, there's a lot of those little things. But I mean, again, the first time I saw it, I didn't catch. I caught on that he was messing with the watch, and I figured that he was the kid because why show him otherwise? Yeah. Um, but I didn't get. I didn't see the whole um, the revenge with Good Cat. Um, like I thought it was like somehow Good Cat, like he escaped from Good Cat, and was there back to kind of. To finish the job that he supposedly was supposed to start 20 years ago. Well, yeah, because you pretty much start this movie with him thinking this is all about a misidentity. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is going to be a goofy comedy about this kid who has been misidentified as some sort of loser um, <laughs> that owes these mob mobsters this money. Right. And I, I just they they threw me through a loop, and I I appreciate that they actually surprised me. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. It was good. 
My uh, jaw drop moment was when they when he shot Lucy Liu's character. Yeah. And, yeah. Because I it just kind of caught me off guard completely, um, and mm-hmm. I just kind of stood there and I was like, because I was standing actually cooking dinner and I had my iPad beside the stove and I just kind of froze <laughs> and I was like, did that really just happen? Yeah. So. Yeah. And then for her character to come back, that kind of surprised me too. That they had but what if he shot? What if he shot you in the face? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. What if he would have shot you in the face? Yeah. It's a risk I'm willing to take. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And and part of me thought maybe that there was going to be an oppor- you know, moment where he was going to, um, that maybe the two of them were going to fight or something. Like I, I don't know. You know, it's just. Um, I kind of thought at the very last scene that he was just going to take him out in the airport, like both of them, just yeah, pop him. Like, oh, or, or Lucy Liu pulls out the guns and she's actually the one behind the whole thing. No, um, no, no, no. I, I thought that uh, Bruce Willis was going to just cap them both right there in the airport because he's an assassin. And that's his job. Yeah. Well, I kind of so basically the. the, the the one thing that I guess we have to assume is that in that moment when Bruce decides not to shoot the kid and he takes him with him, does that point, does he say, you know what? They did this guy, the family wrong. And even I, this, this hardened assassin am, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take you under my wing and, and, and teach you the ways of the, of the sword and then, so twenty years from now, we can come up with this plan to allow you to get revenge. So, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess that's that all happened in his mind in that in that instant before he pulled, decided not to pull the trigger. I mean, I mean, did he spend the next twenty years still going on missions across the, the globe, uh, assassinating people, and or was he like Mr. Mom? Yeah, <laughs> you know, don't don't forget your homework. Yeah, like what did he do with the kid when he had to go to you know to Prague to shoot the thing? You know, whatever. Like, all right, you stay here in the hotel and you know practice your gun cleaning. I mean, his dad know. used to leave him in the car. He's used to being left behind. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're not wrong. Uh, I expect you to have dinner ready for me by the time I get back. You know, and who knows? I don't know. Um it's just interesting. <laughs> there was a character in movie uh, in this movie named Tree, which is kind of funny. Um, anyway, named what? His Tree? name was his name was Tree. Yeah, and uh, oh, okay. Yeah, is it Groot? Is it Groot's cousin? I'm Groot. No, I don't know. Maybe could be. Uh, Jay Ralph did the music for the score for this movie, um, which okay. I thought was actually pretty good. But um, I never noticed it. Tell you the truth. There was some moments that I... Which I guess is, is good. Yeah. He's done such things as... Mostly documentaries. Actually, pretty much all documentaries. So, anyway. That was fine. He was fine. Um, <laughs> you ready for... I think that's pretty much... I'm going to go back to my script. Uh, <laughs> even Stanley Tucci is bad. Um... I always thought it was actually scary that they put actual bags over the actors' heads, over Bing Kingsley and Morgan They did, Freeman. didn't they? I didn't even think of that. I, that... But I, I loved how each character took that differently, though. Yeah. You know, Morgan Freeman was, was like, desperately trying to wiggle out of it or something while Ben Kingsley's like, okay, yep. this is it. 
Yeah, and it's like and they each themselves to it. They each kind of come to grips with it in their own way. Like once once uh, they 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 kind of learn of their fate, and Kingsley tries to buy his way out. He's like, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever they're paying you, I'll double it. And, and he's like, yeah, there is no day. It's me. And then once he explains. The but whole I thing, tell you, though, if this was my revenge story, I think I would cause a little more pain to them before I would yeah. finally kill them. He killed, they, he killed both of their children. I mean, that's yeah, that's rough. Yeah. But but I think and, and I don't know if this is being sadistic or, or not, but I think I would want them to suffer more. If they killed my family and and I had to live, you know, with a hitman, you know, without my family for that long, I think I'd, I'd you want, want to kill them. You, you want a little bit more a little like, harsher. like the more like the Punisher, right? Where he kind of goes and he robs them and and then he makes him kill his wife off a train and he stabs his best friend and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, that's, you know, emotional distress, too. But, I, you know, physical and emotional. Yeah. I want them to hurt. And hurt in the worst ways. I'm like Ramsey Bolton of the. Uh, that's that's who I would be in that circumstance uh, from Game of Thrones. I mean, I know the character. That's right. You, g- you gave up after the Red Wedding. Yeah, I did proudly. Yeah. Um, I can make me feel bad about even that my one bit. even my wife made it past that. Hey, good for her. Uh, she's got. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it here. Um, she's got much more pain to come. Uh, yes, that is accurate. Um, that is accurate. Only tropes I wrote was, uh, I wrote boobies is one trope. Um, I thought we had a nice little plot recap halfway through the movie in case we'd fallen asleep. Uh, hero is a smart ass. There you go. Ready for some clippy clips? Yes. Let's do it. All right, here we go. It took you long enough. You're not Nick. You're not as tall as I thought you'd be. Well, I'm short for my height. Oh, see, that makes sense because I can usually tell how tall someone is by their knock. You have a deceptively tall knock. Congratulations. <laughs> Does that work on women? I guess that's if you look as good as him and you're in a towel, I guess you can say stuff like that. I seriously thought he was going to be in a towel this whole movie. I, well, thought, I thought, you know, <laughs> how hilarious would it be if he's in a towel this entire time? Yeah, that would have been funny. Aren't there, there's a movie kind of like that, right? Where, like, there's a character who's like, I'm not thinking. I know Die Hard is like you know he's basically in pants and a wife beater, but in no socks or mm-hmm. shoes. I was trying to think, but there, I'm trying to think. There are other movies where this is a thing. Like the hero is like always kind of in this vulnerable position because of his attire. I can't think of it, but anyway, this is called the boss. The boss wants to see you. Who? The boss. <coughs> Who's the boss? The guy we work for. <laughs> <laughs> I love that bit, and I I, I I should have captured this out of him saying who. Boss wants to see you. <laughs> that part. <laughs> I should capture that out. That's great. Who the boss? I should capture that, and I can put that with our other who noise. Um. <laughs> Which I don't I think I have handy. I don't. Oh, well, it's fine. Um, no, I, I just got to find it. Uh, here. There it is. So anyway. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. No, next, next Clippy Club. Um, number three. I actually really like this a lot. 
the definition of unlucky. For starters, I'm unlucky. You're unlucky and nothing more than a frame of reference for the lucky Mr. Fisher. You are unlucky so that I may know that I am not. Unfortunately, the lucky never realize they are lucky until it's too late. Take yourself, for instance. Yesterday you were better off than you are today, but it took today for you to realize it. But today has arrived, and it's too late. You see? I liked that. I mean, <laughs> Andrew, I said, and you, you, I know you didn't like his accent. I thought that part's great. I just, I liked it a lot. I like my Bing Kingsley as a bad guy. Um, so. Trevor. Trevor. Uh, Trevor, Trevor Slattery. I'm an actor. Um, <laughs> you'll never see me coming. Uh, jokes. We got jokes in this movie. I'm going to say what any man with two penises would say when his tailor asks him if he dresses to the right or to the left. What's that? Yes. <laughs> uh, great. Here's a little racist part of the movie. No, no. Whoever he is, he's either in very deep shit or I don't know what, because he's playing in the sandbox with the darkies, the skullcaps, and who knows who. Really? 2006 and we're still saying darkies? Oh, okay. Mm. Um, you know, as if we needed more stereotypes that cops are bad and racist, but fine. Um, in case you, again, you forget, you fell asleep throughout the movie, halfway through the movie, and you needed Lucy Lou to tell you what was happening. Don't you see? Nick isn't missing. He's hiding. He set you up. Nick set me up. Like a bowling pin. Nick found himself in a jam. He got you to take his place. He paid some street thug to mug you, but all he really wants is your wallet with your license. That's why he ignores the watch in the suitcase. Then Nick kills Slim Hopkins and Benny Dagan, the only guys who know what he looks like, and now you're left holding the bag. Yeah, see? Simple. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> more being Kingsley being funny. I was under the impression you no longer work New York. Like I said... Very big job. And you thought, as long as you're in town, you drop by, see your old pal Shlomo, say, Hello, how about them Yanks? <laughs> <laughs> I like him. How Shlomo. How about them Yanks? Uh, that's great. Um, and this Bruce Willis is the only funny moment in the movie. Uh, play. Oop. How'd you find out about us? World-class assassin. You think I found out? There you go. <laughs> I love that line. It's good. Yeah. World-class assassin. Uh, and I'm getting ready to go do the movie The Jackal. Actually, The Jackal was before this, but anyway. All right, here we go. Another one I haven't seen. Oh, it's good. Um, now, if it's ooh, hold on, just hang in there. Yeah. Um, no, it's good. It's uh, him and Richard Gere, and it's one of the few. Uh, Jack Black is in it too, which is kind of funny. Um. And Sidney Poitier. Yeah, Jack Black uh, builds the, this isn't a spoiler, but it builds the um, the uh, apparatus that the gun that he's going to use to shoot the person he's supposed to shoot with. Um, okay. Yeah. And so, anyway, he's, he's Jack Black. He says funny things and does funny things and whatever. So... It's a good movie. If we ever, if it's ever streaming, I think it's worth watching. Um, it's one of the few moments where, I mean, Bruce Willis is one hundred percent clearly the bad guy in this movie, and you kind of feel like you're kind of rooting for him a little bit, because um, <laughs> it's really the only time Bruce Willis has ever been bad guy that I can think of. I mean, there, there's, there's, he's done a handful of other films that I've never seen. Uh, mm -hmm. Recently, he's done a bunch of just shit films because he's bored, but. 
for the most part, he's always the hero. So, uh, and the last, oh, that was the last one. Okay, here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? My favorite bit of trivia. I'm going to save it for last. Um, so I actually captured this one or wrote this one down simply for uh, Andrew. When Lindsay and Slevin are discussing James Bond actors, they refer to Sean Connery as Scotland Forever. In real life, Sir Sean Connery has a Scotland Forever tattoo. Nice. <laughs> I didn't know that. That's great. <laughs> Uh, an alternate scene was filmed in which Slevin kills Lindsay, but it was considered too dark. Yeah. That would have changed the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> then we would have hated would have Josh Hartnett. become the bad guy. Yeah, we would have completely hated him. So to answer your question earlier, Sam, you asked, is he an anti-hero? I mean, for all intents and purposes, he kills a bunch of people, but we as the audience, because we know what's happening, we feel him justified. So we're kind of okay with it, you know? I mean... Yeah, but he is kind of a bad guy. He's like he's the Punisher. I mean, he's killing people, but we are, we're kind of we're we as moral compass abiding people are like, well, they kind of deserved it. So, um, I already read that one. Um, according to the DVD commentary with Josh Hartnett and Lucy Liu, Lindsay's reaction when she walks in on Slevin in his with his towel open is real. The scene was scripted, but Josh actually flashed Lucy Lou without telling her prior to filming. I love it. <laughs> Get a big old look at Josh's heart in it. There you go. I love it. There we go. That's it. That's all the trivia I wrote. Uh, recasting? I don't know. We want to play that game? Would we want to recast for this movie? I mean, if I mean, I don't know. How do you recast for Morgan Freeman? Yeah, Morgan Freeman and Ben Kingsley. I mean, <clears throat> that's pretty darn good casting right there. Now, um, Kevin Garnett, Josh Hartnett. The oh, dang it uh, again. Uh, you Hartnett. don't watch NBA basketball. How do you even know that name? It's somehow in my brain. That's so weird. <laughs> I could see maybe him as a different a different character, but I yeah. like Bruce Willis as the assassin and Lucy Lewis the girlfriend slash next door neighbor. I, it would need to be, I mean, if you're going to get a new Josh Hartnett character, if we're making this in 2017, if you're remaking it, which you wouldn't do because the, the you've already spoiled it, but uh, yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, then you get somebody young. I mean, I could see, honestly, I could see like a Bradley Cooper being that smart ass kind of dude. Or it was, he might be a little too old right now. I, I would go more towards like Andrew Garfield. Okay. All right. Um, um, you know, the younger crowd that yeah. kind of aged. Okay. So we do Andrew Garfield oh. and then we do, uh, um, I guess Emma Stone's probably too, uh, on the nose. Maybe, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Kira Knightley. She, no, she oh, what's that girl's name that was in, uh, uh, Kick-Ass? What's her name? The Chloe Moretz. Uh, Chloe Moretz. Yeah. Chloe? Mor- Mor- Isn't that her name? Is that yeah. her? I think that would be good. She might be too young. Mm. I don't know how old she is. She's probably like 20 some. Well, I mean, maybe. But if you cast an Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I it is Chloe Grace Moretz. But, I mean, she's now. I mean, she's. Um, uh, how old is she? She was born in 97. So she's. 
20. Oh, my God. I mean, Andrew Garfield's 36, but he looks like he's 18. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's why he was a Batman. Or a Spider-Man. A Spider-Man, yeah. <laughs> um, which, by the way, have you guys seen the new uh, Spider-Man trailer? Mm-hmm. Yes. So Heck yes, it looks so fun. A, a good friend of mine who I think occasionally listens to the show, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he really hated the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man for two reasons. He said, one, Tobey Maguire cried too much, and two, he took off his mask too much. Well, I would say about half this trailer, he's got his mask... <laughs> he's got his mask off as Spider-Man, probably half this movie. So it'll be interesting to see how much of that is actually in the movie, you know, or does it just seem like a lot because it's in the trailer? So... But really, do you want to see a Spider-Man in his mask all the all the freaking time? I don't want him. Well, the whole point of the mask is so that people don't know who he is, so he can protect his family. And yeah, and I get okay. You 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 tell your best friend, fine. But like, yeah. he's fighting the vulture without his mask, and he's fighting that guy without his mask. And I mean, I don't know. It's fine. In, in the trailer, I got the suspicion that he accidentally tells his friend. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, he's he's obviously playing with that seven thousand piece Death Star and then drops it. <laughs> you can do this take <laughs> once. Um, which, by if the, I'm the prop guy, I'm really pissed if they have to do that scene over again. No kidding. Which, by the way, so so we're using Google Hangouts now for those who care, and um, I have the little screen up here, and Andrew and Sam both have their uh, cameras on, and Andrew is looking and we're to. Still- Streaming. It's yeah, and Andrew was looking to his left. He's facing kind of off to his left. And Sam, about for the last 10 or so minutes, you've been looking to your right, and it looks like you guys are legit talking straight to each other. <laughs> you're, you're both in dark rooms. I mean, for all I can... I'm, like, waiting for Sam to point over there and this hand to come from off camera to Andrew and, like, tickle his beard or something. Like, <laughs> like I actually want to screen, capture, uh, screen grab this because it's actually pretty funny. Um... Anyway, uh, this is this is great podcasting material here, folks. I know anyway. it is. Um, uh, all right, <laughs> look at each other real quick. Three, Sorry, two, one. When you talk, we we brighten up a little bit. Is that what it is, Andrew? Uh, yeah. Sam, it, yeah. Look, look to your right. You're not going to do Who, it. What? You bastard. That's fine. Anyway, <laughs> I just screenshotted it. That's fine. Uh, that's going on Twitter. Um, I don't know. Uh, recasting, yeah, that's fine. The new Spider-Man movie looks great. Uh, uh, soundtrack, yeah. Grave already said. I thought it was pretty good. Um, um, I liked like the classical music that was happening when. Um, oh my gosh, that's actually kind of weird looking. <laughs> I'm not gonna put that on Twitter. <laughs> uh, delete. Anyway, um, top three. Uh, where is my top three? Top three, we decided to do Sir Ben... Oh, speaking of the Sir Ben Kingsley, that was not supposed to be in the credits. So uh, the British kind of have this, I guess it's unspoken, but maybe spoken rule that basically once you are knighthooded, knighted, you don't really... Like, no one addresses you by Sir, right? And because yeah. it's kind of like an honorary title, and you definitely don't put it in the credits of a movie... But basically, one of the producers that was in charge of getting the, the names to the company to do the credits didn't know that. 
And that's why it says Sir Ben Kingsley, because he actually took some grief for that mm. in his home country. Uh, and he basically... Of India? Was, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, he's like, uh, my, name's, my name's Trevor. I'm an actor. That's what he said. Um, I actually really liked Iron Man 3. Um, anyway. I thought it was okay. I liked it. I didn't I, like the ending. I thought it was... I did not like the ending. Oh, when he blows up his suits? Yeah. I yeah. thought it was, I was dumb, like, man, whatever. You knew he was going to come back. He was yeah. going to have more suit. Yeah. It's like, I, really, don't don't treat me like an idiot. I, I don't know why you he know? did that. It's like, I mean, all the metal and resources that he just blew up and yeah. some kid's going to find an arc, <laughs> arc reactor that didn't get blown up and be like, sweet, look what I have. Yeah. Repurpose them and, and like donate it to but he ends, ends up building a whole army full. He ends up building a whole army later, anyway. So I don't. It's whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Gold, gold, it was gold. filmed in North Carolina. And that's that's the cool part. Yeah. Um, top three Sir Bing Kingsley movies. Andrew. Okay. I am going to first of all turn my phone around here so I can see what I wrote on my list. Uh, we're gonna go number three, Gandhi. Uh, Gandhi. Gandhi, which I had to watch in seventh grade yep, in Miss Shiva's class. Never seen it. And, she Indian? Uh, no, she was no. Polish, and her name was actually Porquisiva or something like that. I couldn't pronounce oh, it. Oh dear she, lord! She had us call her Miss Pachiva, which was a lot helpful or very helpful <laughs> for a seventh grader. Um, but anyway, we watched it in that class, and I thought, "Ugh, that's going to be an awful movie." But I actually really enjoyed it. It was well done. And uh, I thought he wore a cloth, a cloth diaper in most of that movie. Yeah. Um, Have you seen Gandhi number... too? What's that? What? <laughs> Did you guys ever see the Weird Al Yankovic movie UHF? No. No. Oh, it's it's a Weird Al movie. Anyway, <laughs> they, he has this TV station right called UHF, and they end up somehow they were able to produce these ridiculous movies. And one of them is Gandhi two. He's back with a vengeance and he ends up, you know, basically killing it. It's basically Rambo meets Gandhi. And so like, there's a bit where he goes to a restaurant with these two hot babes. And then he says, give me a steak, medium rare. And then somebody screams off, off camera, Hey, Baldy. And then he pulls a machine gun out and kills him. Wow. Gandhi two. I'll send it a link later. It's great. Anyway, go ahead, Andrew. Sorry. Yeah, number two, uh, the dictator. Sasha Baron Cohen. Was he in that? I'm having trouble with my shushes. It happens. Uh, S's tonight. Uh, but yeah, he was in that. I, and, I don't uh, remember him being in that. That's interesting. I, yeah, I enjoy okay. uh, a good Sasha Baron Sasha Cohen. Cohen. Yeah. You, you like then, to see uh, grown men uh, wrestle naked in a hotel room. Well, is that, that, is that what you're telling me? But... <laughs> <laughs> you don't say. That part oh, we're talking about movies. Okay, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and I'll I'll tell you something off air. What? Why that was a little more uncomfortable? But, but uh, oh, please tell me it was because like you. you were with your mom no. or something. No. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> no. Number number one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna just scoot on past that. Number one, um, and a movie that I really like, and again, it's kind of one of these that doesn't get a lot of credit, I don't think, is Ender's Game. Yeah. Next week. 
Stop. Was it uh, Occam's Razor? No. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name in that? Um, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember either, but it actually sounds like Occam's Razor, which is a Ma- Harkham Razor. Um, Mac- we did it for this show. We did it for the podcast. Yeah, we did. A long time ago. Wow, it was yeah. like our fourth or fifth episode. Uh, Mazer Rackham. So you're real close. There you go. Sam. Yeah, it's like back, it's backwards. Yeah, no, I, mean, I knew you were uh, you were you were close, uh, which is what made it funny. Um, anyway. Book's better. Oh, the book is way better. I I still I know yeah. you you had issues with it, uh, Sam, but I, I thought it was pretty. Yeah, fine. I didn't like it. Thought it was fine. Yeah. There we go. Was that it, was that it, Andrew? Okay. Were you done? Yep, that was it. Okay. Cool. Um. Sam. All right. My uh, number three here Ooh, that's weird. was Searching for Bobby Fischer. Oh, yeah. That's on my list, too. The old chess movie. Yeah. Huh. Uh, number two is a movie we've seen here and in, in one of my childhood favorites, a little movie called Sneakers. Oh, damn, dude. I love that movie, and it's it's my number one. <laughs> is it really? Okay. Yeah, sorry. I love that movie. My number one has to be, and this is the only reason it's not your number one, Sean, because mm-hmm. you haven't seen it yet. Uh, Schindler's List. I have seen Schindler's List. I thought you said you didn't. Oh, so I, haven't I, haven't seen seen List. I haven't seen Gandhi. Oh, Andrew's not seen. Okay, it? I haven't seen Schindler's Gandhi, List. Gandhi, Gandhi, and Schindler's List are kind of the same. Uh, are they? Yeah. Okay, if you say so. Again, I've yeah. not seen Gandhi, so I don't know. I know that Schindler's List was one of the hardest movies I've ever watched. I watched it with mm-hmm. my parents. Um. When they did it on a, a network cha- a channel, and they did unedited, uncut, uh, no commercials. They did an intermission because it's a long movie. Uh, and mm-hmm. they would, at, at appropriate breaks in the movie, they would pause it and kind of go, this thing is being brought to you by whatever, for no commercials by this gold company. Gold Bond? Yeah. Gold it, was, bond. it was something. I don't remember what it was. And then it would be... Um, Viewer, this this movie contains extreme graphic whatever. Viewer discretion is advised. And even I watched yeah. it when I was in ninth or tenth grade, and I was in tears watching this movie, just in tears, um, just because of. I was. I think you know when I watched it the first time, I was so shocked until um, the and I don't want to ruin anything for Andrew, but the tribute scene at the end. That's when I finally broke down. Uh, at the grave. Yeah. It's been too long for me, but I, yeah. I think I know what you're talking about. It's it's amazing movie. Yeah, it is. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. I don't think you can really spoil that one, Sam. I mean, it's kind of like the Titanic. And, it's it's history, know. yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. True. Uh, all right, Sean. How about you? Okay, you so my well, you you we've all said them basically. Uh, so my honorable mention uh, was Iron Man three, as Trevor. Okay. Uh, I'm an actor, um, uh, and then I also put Schindler's List in that just because one I've only seen the movie one time and it was just so hard that I I just I haven't ever tried to watch it again. Gone back, yeah. Um, so my number three was Ender's Game because um, I liked him in that, uh, and I think it's actually a pretty good movie. Um, and then my number two was Searching for Bobby Fischer. Him and Loris Fishburne okay. in that movie are really good. I liked I liked that movie. And my number one was Sneakers, because, uh, again, I love that Yay. movie. I think it is the kind of spy tech thriller to kind of 
it set the bar for how we use technology mm-hmm. and movies and don't treat us like, you know, we're children. And, uh, well, it's kind of like what, uh, what was that, um, Swordfish did? Oh, yeah. Swordfish is great with it's, technology. It's, it's, God. Yeah, that's just, you know, the bar was raised in uh, Swordfish. Even more so. I will say this about Swordfish. <laughs> the only redeeming moment, only two redeeming factors in that movie. One is feeling Halle Berry naked. And two was the <laughs> um, the slow-mo camera shot showing us the destruction when one of those bombs with the ball bearings oh, goes my gosh, off. Yeah. And they did, like... 360 degrees around a circle of the shot. And it was very cool. Even post-Matrix, it was like, that's a cool shot. Other than that, yeah. it's a shit film. Just to be honest with you. It's a shit film. I don't know. The the bus flying through the air, uh, being magnetized <sighs> to the, the helicopter, with the people falling out the back, you know, that was... That was... So that was pretty stupid. interesting. That was part of your escape plan was the helicopter, a bus, whatever. Dumb. Mm-hmm. Dumb, 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 dumb. Um, no emails this week, which is, you know, not unusual. Sad. We did get a Twitter, uh, somebody on Twitter, um, I asked, hey, what do you, you, know, do you guys think Twitter, uh, the, this movie held up? And they basically said, yes. So. Yeah. Uh, somebody called Juice in the Morning said, uh. That they liked, uh, they said they liked this movie very much. So thank you, Juice. In the morning, um, mm, that, that's in a, the morning. That's what their podcast handle or their Twitter I, handle is. I drank the the rest of the orange juice in the fridge last night. So yeah, that's fine. Anyway, uh, time for the part of the show where we give our out of ten. Uh, one of these days, I'm going to have a clip for that. Um, oh, yeah. here we go. Um, out of ten is now going to be. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Here we go. So. <laughs> I don't know. It was the closest thing I had nearby. We didn't have a montage, did we? No, I don't think so. Uh, don't think so. Not really. No. Not really. Oh, I was unless gonna... unless you want to treat the flashback as a montage. No, nah, I don't think so. I don't think it was really a montage. Okay. All right. I mean, really, the only thing that was like a passage of time, and we got little bits of, was like the love sex bit. Which, by the way, okay, let's just let's talk about that. We missed that. Kind of brushed over that. He met Lucy Lou. They've known each other for 48 hours. And he mm-hmm. and he sleeps with her after one nice date. And uh-huh. and then the next morning, I mean, the, you know, so going into day 3, he basically tells her, "I'm an assassin. I'm here to do a thing, and my mentor is going to kill you because you've seen his face and he's going to shoot you here. So, here's a Kevlar vest and you should get some blood and put it in a thing, whatever. But if you trust me then when this is over if you do in fact love me you have to leave new york and we have to go run away and hide and she's like okay from a world-class assassin that knows how to find you right well maybe not as well yeah actually yeah because that was the point of them running was to get away from good cat so Mm -hmm. anyway i mean sure okay fine love is strong and whatever um and also blind if she got shot in the face well, she would have been blind, yes, you're right. Um, so, Andrew, you're out of 10, sir. No, uh, no, I, you know, I like the movie a lot. Um, it gave me some general, uh, general, genuine uh, surprise moments. And uh, I like the quirkiness of the the actors and, like you said, kind of the to the point and uh, almost... Passive aggressive uh, 
conversations. <laughs> and, uh, so mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to give it a seven. I'm just going to go seven. Broken noses out of ten. Uh, lucky number seven. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Right on. Uh, Sam. Um, yeah, I also in, enjoyed this film. It's not a perfect film, but it's, in, I don't know, it kept me entertained. You know, Sean, at some point we were playing an online game and I said, hey, I'm watching the movie of the week, you know, while we're playing this game. Mm-hmm. And I remember you saying, you know, I can't, I can't multitask or I can't do two things at once. And there right. is a, a certain point when I actually had to close the game and be like, okay, I've got to focus on this thing because it's going to lose me here pretty soon. Right. Um. And once I really started focusing on the movie, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the twists and turns. I enjoyed Kevin Garnett and Bruce Willis Josh Hartnett. and um, Morgan Freeman and Ben Kingsley. And I, I just, it's a great ensemble and it's so well acted. So I'm going to give this movie, uh, let's do 7.5 baseballs to the face out of 10. Okay. Boy, that really struck a nerve with you, didn't it? <laughs> with the baseball in the face? Yeah. Corny's not here. I have to do bad jokes. Somebody's got to do a bad joke. We haven't had one yet. So, was that a bad joke? Struck? Is that a joke? Strike? Struck? Baseball, that was a joke. Struck? I don't know. Andrew giggled, so I guess somebody got it. God, I miss Corny. Yeah, no kidding. His dad jokes are better than mine. Speaking of dad jokes, did you guys watch? You guys watch that um, how it should have ended series on YouTube? Yeah, hish. Yeah, have you seen what they did for Rogue One? No. There's a bit where, because in, in Rogue One, when Vader's talking to, uh, talking to what's his name, all white cloak man, he says, try not to choke on your ambition. And he goes, man, that's such a dad joke. And he goes, wait, are you saying I'm a father? And he goes, no, the expression is bad jokes are like dad jokes. Oh, because if, if you were saying I was, I was a father, I was going to be really excited to go tell everyone. <laughs> Uh, so of course that's funny if you've seen the other Star Wars movies where he when he finds out he's a dad he goes and tells everybody anyway um, so I'm going to give this movie I liked it too I liked the movie for because so to, to to finish your story Sam about we were multitasking I can't and because it's not just I can't just watch the movie because I have to take notes uh, for yeah. both the script purposes and for capturing audio purposes so I can't because that would have forced oh. me to have one laptop open playing the game we were playing and then have like <laughs> like another one uh, just to take notes while watching the movie and still trying to beat you, which I didn't. Um, then I, okay. I, I wouldn't have been able to do either. So that's, uh, yeah. So, um, but no, I, I like this movie. It, again, you have to mm-hmm. pay attention, kind of like the usual suspects. Like I, if, you, if you miss something, then, it's, then it'll matter. Um, so I I I I liked the movie uh, a, a lot, and I thought it was really cool. I liked how Good Cat knew that the bad guys were going to come through the drywall and not through the door, and so as soon as they crashed through, which seemed kind of dumb, but whatever. Um, that, that, that is one mistake I noticed. That wall had only one sheet of badly placed drywall. I think that was the point. It's not a two-sided wall. That was the yeah. that was the point, so they could crash through it easy. That's what because he goes he, he touches the wall and he can tell that it's not got studs in it, so he figures this is how they're going to come in when he presses the emergency button because they might expect mm. coming through the door, so they'll crash the wall. Still seemed kind of 
because you're still even if you once you crash the wall, there's about three or four seconds of blindness because of drywall dust. I mean, Sam, you did construction. I don't know, Andrew, if you've ever been around drywall dust, but that shit's messy. Actually, yeah. when you just break it like that, it's not too bad. It's, it's not too when bad? you're sanding, yeah, I, sanding yeah, it I, down and and that kind of thing. That's where where it gets real dusty. Well, I still, you're yeah, you're right. Um, and that's what I was kind of thinking of is going into construction sites when they're sanding and putting up the mud and stuff. Mm. Um, I, I still think that you you blind yourself though for a for a moment or two, which is how Bruce well, Willis you're shot awkward. him. You know, you're crashing through a freaking wall. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to have good, your, your feet are going to be under you. You don't know, yeah. you know, if you're going to trip on it. Yeah. It's just not a, it's not a good plan. It's a bad plan. Oh, a, um, oh, bad plan. um, 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 <laughs> shoot. Uh, uh, not a great plan. Yeah. So thanks, Tony. Yeah. Um, well, let's not forget the uh, whole, uh, made the sparky go boom. So, Oh, nice. Nyquil is a fun thing. Um, I'm gonna give this movie. Oh, uh, I'm gonna give this movie uh, an eight point two. Um, eight point wow. two. Um, Lucy Liu is really cute. I don't know. Um, I liked it. Yeah. I liked this movie a lot. So that was fun. And um, yeah, there you go. And that gives our grand total. Uh, we don't know what Corny's uh, vote was, and um, I don't know if he. Uh, has a has a, a a vote so or a, a a score. So if he watches it next week, I'll add it in. But right now, it sits at a seven point five six. Repeating. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. That's our show. Uh, next week. Now, uh, Netflix is about to dump a whole bunch of movies, and I don't know if the movie that we're going to watch Netflix next week. Netflix. <laughs> next week. Um. Uh, will be on the show on uh, Netflix. I just don't know. Um. We will alert our listeners via yeah. Twitter, Facebook, if it should change. Yeah, yeah, we will. Um, uh, that I can't spell. So, so in the meantime, we are slated to watch. Um, oh, there's there there it is. Oh, can we go back? Okay. What's there's a there's a website called what's on netflix.com. Interesting. Um, titles leaving in April. This is what we need. Um so I'll I'll Sounds do this like later. Netflix list is brought to you by oh, by Netflix. Oh, mm-hmm. Fireflies leaving. Oh. Yeah. Um That's wow, sad. all the Superman movies are leaving. Um Ooh, I think that's on our list at some point. Yeah, some of them were on our list, yeah. Um, uh, uh, the a Fantastic Fear of Everything? That's fine. You can get the hell out of there. Okay, so our movie is staying. Um, what? No. Okay, so we will be watching Sky High. Uh, this, was, no. this was requested by a listener, um, a good friend of mine, Jillian. She's a fan of the show. Um, mm mm-hmm. And uh, so we will be watching Sky High next week. So that's for us. Can we watch the Sky High uh, A Summer on Fire? No. Back in 1985? (laughs) No. Ooh. Oh, Sam, I saw you added some movies, and I saw that you put Waterboy. And at first I thought it was Waterworld, and I got really excited. (laughs) (laughs) 
sorry. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, anyway, so that's but if I saw it, I would have put it on there just so you know. Oh yeah, it, if it ever gets onto streaming, we'll definitely have to do it. Um, anyway, that's it. That's our uh, movie for next week. So thank you for listening. This was a lot of fun, and uh, and as always, this podcast was way longer than I need for, uh, intend for it to. Um, and so that's going to do it for us. So uh, check us out on um, all of our places that you can check us out on um, YouTube, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, not Google Play. Yeah, yeah, Google Play, iTunes. Visit our website, CheapSeatReviews.com. Uh, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews. Follow us on Twitter at CheapSeatCast. I am at Sean J. Allred. Sam is at Sidneji16. That's S-O-N-E-J-I. Uh, Corny is at JohnnyDarko16. And Andrew is at A. Jimison, J-I-M-E-S-O-N. And, and for heaven's sakes, send Sean an email. For God's uh, we sake. Wanna, we want to hear for, from somebody we've never heard from before. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we have lots of listeners to the show, all eight of you, and we could hear from we, you know, and we have we are an international podcast. If if you are overseas, across the pond, even you should uh, you yeah. should email us and just let us know that you're listening, even if it's just uh, shut the hell Bo- up about it. Emails, or... Border Patrol will not stop you. <laughs> yeah, you no, know, your emails can come through. They can't. You can't stop an email with a wall, unless it's a firewall, but that's a different kind of wall. Um, and that, of course, that website or that that, uh, that address is uh, cheapseatreviews at gmail.com. So that's it. So on behalf of uh, Andrew Corny Sam, this is Sean saying thank you for listening and good night.